And now, live on FXBGPublicRadio.com is the new iTunes app. This is Below the Deck. Below the Deck. With Nick. On FXBGPublicRadio. FXBGPublicRadio. FXBGPublicRadio.com. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is another episode of Below the Deck on FXBGPublicRadio.com. I'm Nick, as always, your host. Tonight marks the beginning of December, which means we got a very special guest, Corona style, in the building with us, which means via phone. We got actor, musician Garrett Forge on the phone. What's going on, Garrett? How you doing, man? Not much. Just working on music, man. Yes, sir. So, um, <laughs> people, obviously, returning guest, friend of the show, obviously, people know. You get heard from Garrett Forge on some uh, past projects about his music, about his movies, about his shows, and, and things like that. Tonight, we're here to talk to you about some music. We got some new projects and things coming up. Um, I guess, do you want to give people a rundown of what you've been working on since the last time they've heard from you? I guess a couple months ago, right? Uh, yeah. No, I've shot some films, um, if we want to talk about that real quick. Yeah. Um, this Since probably the summer, I've, I've shot a music video, a short film, and three feature films. <laughs> wow. Um, and they're all different. A horror movie, a faith-based, and a dramatic film. Um, that I was in those, and then the music video was another artist, but I was just in the vi- video for that. But it was a lot of a dancing. You'll see me. You'll see me dancing. Probably acting silly, but uh, it was fun. It's a great song. But uh, no, I've been working on music. I think the last time, yeah, we we released that move that new song uh, came rise. out. We'll rise up. We played that, so that was the last time we were on here. And since then, I've kind of been working on some new music. I've got some. Uh, some new beats that I had and uh, making some new songs for them and some of my other stuff as well. So that's what's up. So you're still getting your movie work in, but during quarantine, especially, I mean, not because of quarantine, obviously this was something you wanted to do before, but now you have more time to work on, which is your music aspect. Yes. And I've just been building out my studio a little bit more and working on um, just producing. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And learning how, man, just kind of putting the music together and and all that. So yeah, it's been a kind of a, a little teaching, a little bit of myself. But that's what you do. Mm-hmm. So you got some new songs. Um, obviously, people have heard some of your old songs. You have um, "Big Black Truck" um, that's out. You got some. Uh, uh, what's what is the name of the other song? Between the Lies and the Tears. Right. Okay. So that's why I never can get. I know it's like it has like such a specific title where I'm like it's between something, and I'm like I never can remember the exact words. Like, uh, but, yeah. so you have those yeah, two truck out. Is my big black truck. Because someone else has a song, big black truck. Uh-huh. I had to make it. It's called my big black truck. But yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, thing. people know that follow you with that one is. So they have those songs in reference from that are already done. You got some right. new songs that you've been working on. Do you want to get into concepts kind of maybe? Um, Cause there is one that should be coming out sooner than later based off of the season, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's a Christmas song that I had this idea come to me at least I'll say six or seven years ago and just kind of sat on it. And then with all this coming about, of course I've been busy with the movies and, and all that. And finally just said, this is the time to do it. I want to release this song out. And then I've just been developing it and adding to it. 
and it's a uh, it's going to be a comedy country Christmas song. So the three C's all together, mm. and uh, it's going to be fun. It's a real funny. I I don't laugh at much of my stuff, but I will laugh my stuff <laughs> badly. Uh, no, I've heard part of it to give yeah funny. to give away the the parts I've heard are definitely it it all fits in the. The clever, funny, but also song. Like, it's very, it is a very classic song style also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something different that people have not heard. And I guess I like to stay on the edge a little bit. So, a Butt Truck was kind of an edgier song. If you don't know that song, listen to it and really think about what that song's about. Well, um, there you go. This, if people want to hear that, where where can they find that song? Uh, Big Black, my Big Black Truck, and Between the Lies and Tears are on all the streaming services, but you can check them out on YouTube under Garrett Forge. Make sure it's two R's, two T's. And then my other song, We Will Rise Up, which I wrote and produced, is also out there now. Uh, and there's a music video that you can find uh, for the Between the Lies and Tears we shot last February. Uh, nice. So, yeah. So that's going on. That's where you can find the old stuff. So going on uh, back to the new stuff. So you got the... The Christmas jingle. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and we're working on that and hoping to, or trying to get that out, possibly by this weekend, first of next week at the latest, depends on how this works out. But yes, we're going for. So that'll uh, be out So I, we'll be posting that, YouTube as well, as well as uh, many of the streaming services as they get posted. I use a and distribution service for that. Nice. And, and then after that, I'm hoping to release a party song. It's going to be a upbeat party song i say it's got a little bit of a latin flair to it as well so it's a little bit different and uh but it's still country song and it'd be just fun to go out it's about drinking going out and partying with your friends and uh just something i want to put out for the new year maybe at new year's eve so people can listen to it and crank it up while you're getting dressed and getting ready to go party it's while you're quarantining <laughs> or you're 14 if you can party at home, maybe. You can remember, yeah. Remember what it was like to have fun. No, yeah, yeah. If you have a Zoom party at New Year's Eve. I was kidding. <laughs> yeah, we got to be all correct now. Wait, oh, no, no, no gatherings. Don't gather with your friends. You yeah, might get so they had no gatherings. Just do a Zoom party, crank up the song. And Allegedly. And you, this like is it. a party but, uh, song. Then, uh, I don't know if we're coming, coming forward. I'm hoping to get out a in January. should get out. It's a mid-tempo love song slash wedding type song okay. that I think you can hear. It's also country, the state of the country uh, music, of course. And uh, looking forward to that, that out. I think everybody can relate to it. Um, and it's something that when you have a significant other, uh, it's perfect for that. It's just about how, how you feel, your feelings toward them, and how it may make you feel. So Is that a slow be a great dance? Song as well. Is that a slow dance song? It can be, but it's got a little bit of a mid-tempo type style to it. So, so it's party it, it vibe? Could be a, huh? Party vibe? Um, Not necessarily party vibe. I mean, yeah, party like wedding. Wedding party, right. Yeah, like the wedding party vibe. or like, Wedding party. Right. Yeah, I think you can play it for that. Um, but yeah, yeah, that'll be a good one. Let's go then, something that's going to hit people's even, hearts. I don't know if we're going to go any further, but I'll try to keep, keep everybody out. But one more song after that. It's probably a slow country love ballad that I want to put out probably in February, so in the winter months. So I think you'll get to wait and see it. But I'm really proud of it. It's a song, a song I wrote a long time ago. Nice as well. So yeah, yes, sir. So that's good. So you got some good um, concepts coming out. 
with the new music, it's all over. I think, you know, it's really diverse in some of the stuff that I've heard and the ideas that I've heard personally in real life. Um, it's coming out, like, it's coming together very, very dynamic, which makes it cool, where it's not one specific sound, I guess, for lack of a better term, where, like, whenever mm-hmm. you, whenever your songs start, it's never the same thing. Which is, right, they're yeah. always good, but it's it's always good on the consistency. It's always good that way, but you're like, oh, this is a different song. You can distinguishly tell the difference in your songs, where you're like, I did this one like this, this one's like that, this one's like that. Uh, I think a, a couple musicians you'll get where you're like, you know, when the beat plays, you're like, oh, that's so-and-so. I think your uh, songs are standing out in that area where, you know, they're... You have one for every occasion, I guess. You know what I mean? Where you're yep. like, oh, the wedding stuff, the Christmas stuff. This one's happy. This one's a little bit sadder. You know, uh, this one's yeah. fun. This one's funny. This one's not funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so it does. Yeah, yeah no, like Country Love Out come up probably will make you cry. It really could bring those tears out. Right. Um, I so, made you laugh. I'll make you cry also. <laughs> yeah yeah about cry i mean just feel emotional have a real emotional kind of uh tone or theme to it right uh when the party song you want to get up and dance and mm-hmm. it's gonna be fun and uh christmas song's gonna make you laugh out loud and just but it's a pretty song as well it's gonna have a, a lot of christmasy kind of sounds to it so yeah. i don't want to go in detail but yeah it's gonna be different and cool though that's going to be coming out um, pretty soon, we said, right? Probably in the next, mm-hmm. before Christmas, that will should have the Christmas one out for you guys. I I'm definitely looking forward to coming within the week. I'm really hoping to. Uh, so, yeah, week, week and a half at the absolute latest. Nice. So that'll be, yeah. that'll be a lot of fun coming out. Um, what are you, uh, what are you planning on for, I guess, as as somebody who does, I guess you got a, a lot going on because you, people that don't know Garrett Ford's also is an actor who obviously, if you were listening to the beginning of the show, gave you a little bit of rundown of what he's working on too. Um, I would ask, how do you, um, for people that are trying to kind of do the same thing that you're doing or get into what you're doing with is not just one lane where you do the acting and you do the music. How have mm-hmm. you found... Um, how have you been able to find time to balance both, if that makes sense to you? Like, have you been able to, because I know you, it's a rope you kind of walk where, like, you do both. So you're like, oh, okay, I'm here, I'm there. Um, is there a trick that you figured out where you could be, you know, two people at one time? <laughs> well, I can't do that. But I Well, you know what I mean. You. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. Garrett Ford's the actor, Garrett Ford's the musician, you're, you know, pulling both, yeah. both sides of I'll the puzzle. You. I'll tell you a little bit is kind of when you're doing acting, unless you're writing too, which I will be doing that. That's another conversation for another place. Uh, but yeah, you, you do the roles and when you're doing film roles, it's usually a one day shoot. I had one film I shot in, in June and we shot it, I think over several, three different uh, film dates. So I had three shoot dates for that. And the other ones are usually a one day here and another day, you know, a few months later. So it's spread out. So Filming is not not hard to do to fill in time. And then just in between all the film shoots is when I work on music. Uh, I don't spend a lot of time just sitting around watching TV, even though I do some. Um, but I don't, I'm don't. i probably different than a lot of people. I'm single. I don't have like a family I have to deal with. So uh, and I live by myself, so I work from home. So I outside of that, I spend all my time. I focus. I come in my studio 
to have a recording studio and just work. I spend four, five, six hours a day in my studio working on music. So you just got to focus. That's what it's about. About the mad focus. And uh, so um, I guess you gave us a few things that you have coming out. But um, in that sense that you're working so much, too, inside the studio, what's uh, some of the concepts or things you've been writing about that are not about to come out, if we could pick your brain? Oh. Like, what are some of the fun <laughs> projects? You know, What's some of the fun yeah. projects you've been working on that are not? Not the ones that we just mentioned. Obviously, you have four projects that are about to come out pretty soon. But what have you been um, working on? That is like, you know, have you been working on anything like off the wall, maybe? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, that's just like if you're in the studio all the time, that's I'm a, I'm a studio head, too. So I'm always in yeah. the booths. I make beats all the time that no one ever hears. And you're like, I spent three hours making this beat. And you're like, for okay. what? And you're like. I, I thought it at the at the time I was making it, you know what I mean? I was really into yeah. it. Now I'm listening to it, and you're like, it sounds a little bit crazy like you think. Like, it's it, you know, it's it's well done, but you're still like, oh, I can see, oh, y'all just think I'm crazy. Like, yeah, this seems like yeah. a beat you made after you've been in the studio for three days straight. And you're like, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do you have any, like, crazy studio sessions or anything fun that you like that, where you're like, I've just been in the studio for so many days, and you're like, what the you make a song, you're like, what the hell? This is some cat in the hat song or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something should be on a Disney movie. Yeah. But well, it's very yeah, well done. But no, I mean, I, I, the longer I'm in here, I think the crazier ideas start coming to me. And like this particular song, we'll talk about the Christmas song just a little bit. It has sound effects in it as well. And it has kids voices. So just to let you know, uh, and I don't want to give away too much of that song, but in addition to those four songs coming out, and I've got a lot more. I still write, by the way. I have, I have music just comes to me. I have lyrics that come to me. I still praise God for that. I'm still a Christian, and I appreciate him for he sends me songs, inspirational songs, or, or whatever. Um, and even my, I already have ideas for songs for my second album. We're going to be working on all the song singles from our debut album, but then i got incredible songs, but... They're going to be some, it's going to be more of a darker type album. Um, and I think people relate to, um, and a lot of challenges people have and issues, situations. I think that this, my second album is going to relate to a lot of that. Um, but no, outside of that, I think you're leaning to uh, Nick is I'm writing music for some movies as well. Oh, wow. I've got two, two movies that I'm working on songs for. I've written the lyrics for one. And I'll be working uh, hopefully closely with a composer and an, uh, an incredible guitarist who's in a rock band for one of my songs for an upcoming feature film that I've been pitched in for next year to 2021 to 2022 that I'm going to be in as well. But I'm right. I wrote a song for it and it's going to be a powerful song that I'm wanting to get to Academy Award level type song. It's going to be incredible with an orchestra mixed in with electric guitar uh, is a song I'm working on for that one. I don't want to give any titles or anything about the way of that one. And then there's also a film I'm shooting. I'm shooting a feature in January that was going to be in December, got bumped. And I've, re- I've got a song I did for that, and I've got to, still got to write it and uh, submit that to the director and see if that can be included into the movie. And I think it's going to be a, based on the original title of the movie. So, that sounds uh, that, pretty cool, man. Wow. Yeah. It, and 
But other things that you know, people ask about is I'm also a brand ambassador for a couple of different products. Do you want to go into? Yeah, let's get into. We 100 percent want to get into this because these these are some fun fun facts here too, and also some great businesses. Make sure you guys check these businesses out. Also, these are a lot of local spots that you well not local but personally owned businesses. Yeah, one is called Alpha Men Care by Jaylock, and you actually can go and and this is the beard care product line, and I'm a beard I'm a brand ambassador for them. J-Lock uh, has been on our show. He's a friend of the show. Shout out uh, JT and the whole um, all the whole Down South yeah. network that we have. Obviously, you're from Georgia also, so you're part of that Southern movement. That's right. Yeah, I'm in the Atlanta part of the area, but he's in the Raleigh. The Raleigh's in North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, J-Lock, man. Yeah. He's a, yeah, J-Lock, with Alpha, yeah, yeah 100%. Friend, great guy. And he's great music, artist, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the studio, I think, himself. But no, he's got, a, we got a kiosk. He, he created uh, it, got out. Over at the uh, Triangle Mall in Raleigh, if you're out in that way, to go check it out. There's a kiosk for Alpha Men Care, and you'll see my picture. My picture's up on the kiosk uh, as a representative, so that's kind of cool. And uh, But they sell not only the beer products, but they got a clothing line as well. So you can get the Alpha Men Care uh, hoodies and T-shirts and caps. And uh, But the beard care product line is incredible. It's got the beard oil, the beard balm. Shampoo and conditioner, wave butter, and so much more. And they, there's a new comb out too that helps in combing the beard. So oh, wow. New product that's been released. But, uh, so it's about getting that beard and getting that, getting that nice beard and making sure it's, you know, got that flavor to it. Because right. anybody could have beard. a beard, but if your beard ain't shining, it ain't the same. That's yeah, like. <laughs> if your listeners want to, you know, check out my Facebook, which I'll give you all the details in the show. You can see I have a beard. So it gets a little bit of flash, though. So, huh? When the flash comes on on the camera, it shines a little bit, which is the difference. It's not yeah. grayed out where people are like, oh, shit, you got the gray beard. Your shit looks like a sparkling. We're like, oh, shit, where'd you get that glitter beard from? You're like, yeah. <laughs> it's got that glitter beard. Uh, it glitter, but yeah. You know what I'm saying, though. That's what it looks like when the lights oh, hit yeah. it, man. It's the, the okay. oh, man, when the light hits your, it's like when the lights hit your diamonds, it shines differently, you know. <laughs> well, I'll give everybody a back impression like I got glitter in my beard because that's not. Well, not glitter. You, I was saying with the shine on it, you can to, to, uh, I was, I was giving uh, it a more flair. You just kind of killed it, which is a thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, Looks man. like glitters okay. in your beard. You're like, oh yeah, with the shininess, and now you just made it the seem kind of weird. Oh well, yeah, it's a shiny. Yeah, you got that was you got the right oil. Right, you keep it conditioned. It'll have a little shine. You ruined the bit, joke. Yeah. Now just let it go. What's next on your list? And you got okay. something else. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other yeah. Thing whatever. Is, yeah. I'm also a brand ambassador for a uh, alcohol product. It's a pineapple rum punch called Kimoni Ice, mm-hmm. and they're out of New York. And it's a new product. It's been out for a little while, but we're really redoing the marketing, kind of bringing out the marketing again on it. And uh, me and Nick are, we can say, maybe connected to it in some way. And you may be hearing some more about it um, as I talk about some my products and, and doing some things. So there's some new stuff that will be coming on that. And that product is called what? Kimoni Ice. And, and they have sent a- you a few products, right? Uh, yeah, there, there's also uh, a headset brand that I was using, but we haven't, we haven't talked about it, so I'm, I'm not going to bring that up at this point. But, well, no, I was saying uh, the Kimoni has sent you some uh, some sponsor gear, also though, right? They gave you you, you yeah. have actually drank the bottle. 
Yeah, they do have caps also, hats. A cap, yeah. I got a Kimoni ice cap, and one of the pictures I was wearing, uh, it's a blue cap. But, yeah, it's cool. So and, they have uh, that. Brand. You can buy one of those, too, though, right? I think in public can buy some of the Kimoni brand stuff, right? Probably. Uh, Yeah, I just got to hit me up. There's also, they have a Facebook page. You can go to it and just send a message to them that you'd like to get a cap or one of the other items. Or even order or the product. liquor. <laughs> and you get the bottle. Yeah, you got to, for this especially coming up, you need to try this drink out. It's, it's pineapple rum punch. It's not too sweet, but it's got just a just enough sweetness to where it does not too sweet, but also has a good kick to it as well. So right. it's stronger. It's fifteen percent by alcohol by volume. Uh, so stronger than a glass of wine. Yeah. So it's it, right up it there. will it'll kick. <laughs> <laughs> Kimoni with a kick. Boom. Yeah. That's what's uh, <laughs> so that's <laughs> That sounds like that's going to be a lot of fun to work with um, with that. So you're, you're all over the place right now with, you know, with your different um, brand ambassador. What do you think you want to go into next? Like you oh, you got some, uh, you know, with the the um, the alpha men, you got the beard care things. You got the Komodi mm-hmm. ice What's a drink. You know, you're going mm-hmm. into like, I think that's what it does pull off to you, too, which is like, you know, with the. Um, I think the alpha is a good word, like alpha male. Where you're like, yeah, I got the beard, I got the, I got my liquor drink that I like. Uh, what's what? Do you, what else uh, do you think? What else would you like to promote into your ideas of you know, kind of you know? I know more about you personally about your thing. I'm not going to say what I, what I always say. Like, yeah, I'm about to say. It. Garrett seems like a baller. Yeah, to me, in my mind, he's a baller because of what he does all the time. What What is your next step? You, now you got your drinks. You got your fucking cool ass beard on. You got your drink. What's going next? As you, I know where you're sitting already. So you might as well just tell him where are you sitting at. <laughs> Well, in the hot tub, smoking the cigar. Okay, we're talking about. I've been talks with a cigar company. There you go. Possibly brand ambassador for one of them as well. It's one of my little side little vices, uh, just on occasion I do. But uh, yeah, I like the cigar on. But yeah, um, but yeah, I'm not promoting and pushing that and telling anybody. But it's just something that's cool and uh, I enjoy. On the cage. Like no, I was but, yeah. saying, what is next? That what would you like to? Um, that's what, like I I was gonna make the joke, but I said, you know I make it to you personally because that's why you want to talk to you. People don't know me and Garrett work together a lot, so if you don't know, this is why I talked to him though on the meetings, and he's like, I'm about to get on uh, in my hot tub and smoke a cigar, and I'm like. Well, <laughs> That sounds so much more baller than what I'm usually doing in the studio. So I like, he's like, oh, yeah, I was just working on the new voiceover stuff, but I'm about to smoke my cigar in the hot dog. I'm like, damn, that sounds so baller. It just sounds so damn baller. But uh, it's that was not what I was bringing. I was saying, what's, um, what's next? Like, what would you like, well, though? Like, not in the cigar, not in the drink, not in something that you actually have or something that's coming. Like, what would you like fantasy in your head where you're like, yo, it would be like really cool because you know, you got the drink, you got other few spots. Like what would you like? Is there one dream job that you're like, dude, it would be the best if I could get a sponsor from somebody that does boom. What is that? Um, wow. Uh, how about a car? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Right. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice vehicle. Hummer. No, um, that would be cool. If you can get a car sponsorship or, 
Um, well, it's not even about being sponsors. To... Just what else are you into that you would think that you would be a good ambassador for? For people who might be looking for brand ambassadors, like what are things? A couple other things you're into. Mm. So I you mean, don't care. I, you're like whatever. I, I I don't. Yeah, probably. I, I don't know, Nick. I'm right now. I'm just. Uh, it's just. I'm living this in great in dream life in a way of getting to be a brand ambassador because it was something I was trying to do for a while, and then all of a sudden I'm like two or three different brand ambassadors. Right. Doing my music, um, yeah, I just almost whatever comes. I mean, not every anything comes, <laughs> right? But you know, things out. You know, clothing line is always good. If I get to wear different types of clothes, that mm-hmm. would be awesome, and be able to have a different clothes to pick from, jackets or you know, different cool shirts or, or whatever. Um, maybe even you know, men's jewelry or something like that may be cool, but. Um, no, other than that, um, I mean, I love golf, tennis, things like that as well. So, but I don't know as a singer songwriter, that doesn't really fit. To that Have era. you, um, you golf? Uh, on occasion. I haven't been to play in a while, but I do love it. Wow. How good are you at golfing? Not, not that not good. <laughs> no, nah, good. No, I, now when I, you come I, up here, we're going to go golfing. That's what I was going to say. Cause we go, we go golfing, but, uh, yeah. not, eh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm one of those half like yeah. The score's over probably by the second hole on my my card. Score's done. So like I'm just we're just out here to have fun. But you go ahead and yeah, take I'm it serious as you I'm want over to. Over a hundred, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> a little bit over. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be yeah. Oh, one hundred. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're like oh whatever. Like I, I'm not gonna win, but you know I'm still yeah. gonna hit the ball. You know, doing a couple of drops, yeah. drop. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm usually you know chipping up with you know for maybe or bogey and trying to get there so yeah i'm usually there so you're not that bad though that's not bad double bogey golf double bogey probably triple bogey and i could kill it i kill it my problem is i kill it at the driving range i can hit the ball off the driving range tee yeah pretty well You know, not uh-huh. like professional, but you know, like not yeah. like professional length. Where, aha, uh-huh, that's what she said. But you know what I'm saying? Where, like, I'm not hitting it fucking 400 off the tee, but you're like, okay, yeah. I can get it out there. When I actually golf, I use, like, and it's funny because for some reason I was go with my brother. My brother is not great either, but he thinks he's professional. He's playing okay. from like the black tees. I usually oh. hit my first tee shot. Like right onto the women's fucking tee off spot where you're like it's just you know like twenty yards in front of you you're like uh. that's not good Nick I can't get it that's why I can't get it off the tee and you know like well, uh, you know. I I can tell you probably right off the bat what you're doing wrong you're well, looking up too quick no you don't look up you have that. to keep your eye on it it doesn't matter I just hit it just yeah for some reason yeah. at the driving range it's the way I think the length of those little rubber. The, the little rubber holdy thing is I think maybe more leeway than the than the stick one where like if you can if you don't connect right you I just yeah. send my ball like ten yards and then I'm like ah whatever and they're like ah really, yeah it really is about the strength the swing and keeping your uh, focusing atten- I mean uh, consistency in your swing. And also keep your head down and, you know, decent clubs. Oh, dude, I've been, golf is one of the hardest things you can ever do. I've been, I've been around golf since I was a kid. We used to live, our house was right off of one of the holes on, in the, uh, in the golf course. So there's, there's an 18 hole course in our neighborhood and we used to live on the hole seven. So we used to go out there when we were kids and 
try to play the whole. We used to ruin the golf course 100%. Like, no doubt. Uh, like, yeah. divots here and there. You're like, damn, what are these kids doing? Walking in the sand traps and shit, thinking it's funny. Um, but um, also, I used to, my first job when I was maybe 10 or 11, my first job was picking up the balls off the golf, off the driving range. Mm-hmm. It was like a huge hill. We used to have to go down there with this little, it's like this little handheld thing, and you just, boom, boom, you like, so I could back up all the golf balls, but. I mean, now that I think about it, horrible fucking job. But, you know, I was 10 at that point, so that was cool. Like, you know, 20 Whoa. years ago, like, yeah, you weren't really allowed to give kids jobs at that point. You know, like, oh, yeah. we got to watch with the child labor laws and shit like that. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've ridden, I've driven one of the little carts one day. I we didn't have day. that. No, there's a little, like, a handheld thing. It was like a little handheld. I boom, can't boom. imagine that would take all day. You get paid by the bucket. And That's why did. kids did it, dude. I was 10 years old, man. You just get a bunch of kids out there. You just walk around and pick up balls, you see. But yeah. you can't be out there open with people still hitting balls. No, they weren't. No, it was after it was closed. They would never. Oh, okay. It wasn't like, yeah, what's that movie? Uh Something about Mary when they're just like hitting the yeah. balls at the cart because it's the guy out there driving. He's like, I have a life yeah. too, or something like, I have a family too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I drove one of those carts one time. Really? Did you do it while place. they were, um, while they were yeah. golfing? Yeah, they were hitting the ball. Were they trying to hit it at you? <laughs> you're right. I, you don't know because you're far out, but you don't, you try not to think that. But no, it's full of cage. You so. didn't hit me by an accident. <laughs> Yeah, you just did it, and you're like, put on some headset music, and you just kind of went at it. And, wow, so that that's fun. funny. That's cool. That does seem fun. I always think about random jobs that would be fun to do. You know what I mean? Not for like a living, but like once in a while. Yeah. I don't know if I've told you this before. Like, I think it would be fun to be like Mickey Mouse for one day at Disney World. I don't yeah, think that would be yeah. like, I don't want to do it every day, but I think one day, that would be pretty fun to do. <laughs> Yeah, I like one time I got to do uh, a couple different times. I got to be a horror, a horror. Uh, I'm sorry, um, haunted mansion oh. on the trail, and being a scary creature. I've done a couple of those, and we've had some fun times. One at my neighborhood, we had this big haunted uh, house that they created our clubhouse, and we had a line like a mile long to get in there, and we we cranked it up, and it was hilarious, and it was funny seeing everybody screaming <laughs> and running, and yeah, right. <laughs> But, it uh, makes you more yeah. jacked up whenever you're into it. You're like, yeah, this is a real chainsaw. Right. <laughs> but I am in a horror movie coming up. It's coming out probably. It's going to be hitting the film festivals, I think, or 2021. Uh, it's called Spoken. That's one of the movies we shot, finished up this year. And uh, I play a detective in that one, investigating Copper. all the, well, the, vi- the violence that's happening. It's not a good time to be a cop, Garrett. I heard that people get, are very upset with the police departments at this point. Well, yeah, but I was more a detective, which I know is kind of a police thing. But yeah, and there were some scenes that they were accusing me, me of being a <laughs> racist. Racist? Oh, it. there you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you racist <laughs> so, cop. Uh, if you're playing a cop, there's no way that you're not you know, giving off yeah, a racist vibe. It was brought into the movie, of course. I had to do that. <laughs> I do. I know. I know what you're talking about. There's a couple. You've done some of those roles, though, that get a little bit spicy based off the fact that it is a movie, though. Yeah. That's a big thing. Garrett is an actor in movies. So mm-hmm. scripts are not always written by the actors. Also, 
Yeah. You know, like that's a big thing too. It doesn't like it's it's a recreation of a certain time. Mm-hmm. Where it's yeah. not the same as you know what I mean. You get into, like right now people are a little bit uppity about the police. Now it's not the same as you doing a nineteen seventies up you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think right. that was you know, that's a big difference too, where people like that's still going on and you're like, This was a movie about the seventies. That's how fucking people yeah. talked. Like it's <laughs> I'm not but, the one. Yeah, that's not me specifically saying that. Even this is the character from 1970. Like, right. I think that's hard but, for like, people to d- discriminate. I mean, or to decipher. With like, I heard you say, and you're like, it's a movie. Mm-hmm. This is a character. And <laughs> speaking of cops in a movie that's like partial racism, or could be. Yeah, you have that one out, right? As is a huge movie also that's be hitting film festivals, I believe, as well. It's Three Blacks and a Jew Walk Into a Bar. Yeah. So even just the title comes off as potential racist, but I'm telling anybody who watched this movie, it's going to be one of your favorite movies of all time. I'm telling you, I've read the, script, I've read the script. It's got a tearjerker. It's a coming-of-age story. It's hilarious as can be. Um, and it's just a action. It's got action all the way through it. And not knowing, so it, it's one of those keeps you on your edge, but it's funny and sad and everything else in between. So you got to check it out when out. it comes out. Make sure you do check it out, and don't be mad about the name. And that's a big thing. I don't think yeah. that I think it, artists in general, no matter what you do, if you're music, you're in movies, actors, writers, you know, writers, poets, mm-hmm. authors, anybody. I don't think that PR exists. Our PC, where you're like, yo, this should be, well, the politically correct way to say this is, that's the whole point about art, which is, this is mm-hmm. not politically correct way to say it. I'm giving you either real thought or real facts or just, like, what people are thinking in general, which, you know, is mm-hmm. not, I don't think it's wrong for whenever you, what you're saying, like, well, sometimes I come off as a racist role, you're re-portraying something. It's not saying, like, this is somebody from now that this is what you should be doing. You're just mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, in 1970s, this is how people acted. You know what I mean? Where you're giving the the real reaction to it. If you held mm-hmm. back on the whole side, it wouldn't come off correct because people, you know, obviously, and you see, I think, more today with the whole, you know, thing I'm not going to talk about with the, the election peoples and all that, which is like people feed into the random hateness of like a thing where you're like, oh, and there's intent. So sometimes mm-hmm. when you have actual intent to it, you make it, you ruin it for everyone else. Because I feel like, you know, I feel like there was a time between 2000 and like 2010 where like it was like everybody had kind of became okay with like, Let's all just make jokes about whatever. You know what I mean? In comedy sense. Where mm-hmm. you'd be like, you had like the Chappelle show where you're like, oh, he's making fun of different types of people. Every, it was a thing where you're like, oh, there are black jokes. There are white jokes. It's not just a Chappelle show. I'm just like, people made jokes about like stereotypes and, you know, the Spanish comedians making fun of white people. The white guys are making fun of the Spanish people. The black right. guys are making fun of everybody. And everybody kind of just laughed because it was stereotypes. They're like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I do know one person like that. <laughs> it's kind of funny, mm-hmm. you know, versus like, ah, we're mad. You know, this is hateful. And you're like, whoa, this it's a little yeah. bit more like build the wall is different than like, ha Mexican swimming, whatever. You know what I mean? Like stupid jokes. But at one point it was like, 
everybody was cool again for a while. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then it, and now it seems like it's back to like, I don't know how racial tension got so heavy and whatever people's personal prerogatives, I don't know what that's supposed to be called. They got way too many names for it, so I'm not going to ruin that. But you know what I'm talking about, whatever. Changing yourself or whoever you feel like you identify with or whatever the fuck your number or letter is that you got on that. That's, you know, they're doing like, everybody's all offensive now. And you're like, yo, you do you remember when this shit was funny? Like, not, it's not funny. Like, no one's making fun of you, but you were able to kind of like, oh, hey, people are different. You know what I mean? Well, mm-hmm. people are going to be different. Some of the stuff they do is funny. It doesn't, like, it wasn't making fun of anybody. You're just poking fun. You're like, you're like ah. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. that was a big difference where where it switched to like oh poking fun at stuff to where now everything has come so straight line politically correct, um, which brings me back to my question on you, which is how do you deal with that because you do serious music, but sometimes you uh, throw a joke or two in a couple songs. You know, you you do a couple. How do you figure out how you know how people how you think people are going to receive that now versus everybody's judging so do you uh do you take that into consideration when you're writing I, I do a little bit and um but i don't think my music ever goes into a point of that would um uh, let's say um how would you say it like you're wrong because i nope huh? i already you're wrong that's what wrong. i was saying karen you made a song. I heard the lyric to the song that hasn't come out yet. You make a reference to somebody drinking beer on a very specific holiday. Yeah. Now, these people, yeah. well, you think that's funny? You think it's funny for people to be alcoholics? No. Do you think it's funny for people it. to be drinking with their kids? This doesn't <laughs> seem... You get what I'm saying? Fun. Yeah, right here. There yeah. you go. You okay. had no it's intention of that. <laughs> It's the thing, almost like people still do that, but they're not going to normally talk about it and going, yeah, me and my kids, and I was up there. Right. No shit. They relate to it. It's almost like a hidden. I get it, but you know, that's why people right now are doing that. That's what I was saying. How do you combat with that kind of, what? You're like, this had nothing to do with, and like you mentioned too, you don't even have kids. (laughs) You're like, what do you mean? Like, uh, you were drinking in front of your kids. You're like, no, well. (laughs) Well, that's why I think. My song was about that. Yeah, I was not drinking in front of anybody. And I wasn't going to get into what the song was about, but I guess you've already kind of... No, no, I didn't tell you the line. I was just saying, there is... I was giving you a bust of your balls about where you're like, what the fuck? Like, could you really find something negative about this? I thought that shit was funny. You're like, nope, I'm bringing it down. Everything about it, there's horrible things. And that's what they're doing, which is why I was saying, as a songwriter and also with some of the fun stuff, like, do you... Do you consider that people are going to, you know, do you just, just ignore it like it comes with the territory or do you, you combat that with some sort of way when you're thinking about writing, like I'm going to write this differently. So maybe nobody doesn't like it. You know, no one's going to well, say something negative. I think it comes with the territory. I think there's nothing out there that everybody's going to like. Everything. Right. I think you've got to, if you want to, plus also just be stand out in the country music because there's so many different country artists doing a certain way. Ways a lot of modern, they're going more pop country, rock country, and that's why I want to be a little bit different. As I have a whole mix of all the different types of subgenres of country in there, but then I throw in some different things like a Christmas song that's kind of all out there and funny and edgier. Um, so I think it's a standout thing, and it's just it's art and it's just something how it just comes to me. And I'm like, I want to put this out here, and I don't know how to explain other than 
I think it will get a lot of response and it could be some negative, but I will just kind of throw that off and roll it off my shoulder. And it's not anything that's hurt intent to hurt anybody. It's just more of them just laughing. They're laughing at the whole yeah, scenario. Think, in right. I agree with yeah. you on that. Were you like, dude, it was a joke. Yeah. And it, and it's fun right now with everything going on, a lot of tension, a lot of stuff going on in the, in the politics in the world. And, and people are stressed and people lost their jobs and whatever. I just want to throw a little bit of humor and, and, and something new, a new type of Christmas song. And I hope it sticks. I hope people love it and hear it and want to hear it next year and ongoing. So that's kind of the reason why I wrote this. And, and also is bringing in some other kids that get to be part of it. I got to cast some kids and voiceovers and, and that was fun. And it's just, been a, it's been a fun experience. Yeah, because you've been doing some work over at your space, which you call Forge Ahead AV. <laughs> Forge Ahead AV Studios is my little recording studio, but also where I run my business out of my Forge Ahead Enterprises business, which is a bunch of voiceover training, acting real editing, voiceover real editing. I do a lot of that uh, as well, including the songwriting, which is why I'm now writing two songs for feature films and hope to do many more. And I've got my two songs, two of my songs are being considered right now to be in films. A Big Butt Truck is, and then We Will Rise Up. People are, someone is considered putting that song in their film. Nice, nice. Well, don't give away too much. Yeah. (laughs) So, but people that want to get involved with um, the Forge Ahead Enterprise and uh, Forge Ahead AV and um, recording, I don't know what you said, I I thought I had it rolling off the top. You know, the AV Studios. Okay. Forge Ahead AV Studios and uh, Forge Ahead Enterprises. If you guys want to be a part of that, where do they uh, contact you or send in maybe, you know, if they want to send you a song or maybe contact you, you know, you're in the Georgia area, Atlanta. um, Big, big movie area, but also big area for artists. So if you guys are out there in that area and want to get some stuff out, where where would they send you um, their maybe pitches or music to do you have a do you have a, a email that they could send something to yeah yeah all my information first of all i'm giving my email address out there i guess i said on the radio or you can go to my facebook page and go to my uh garrett forge actor page and that's my business page just go down to services and you click that and you'll see all my different services and all the information the rates a um, little description of each one of them, and that's where you can book appointments through any of the other work. Uh, the only, except for the How to Get Started voiceover class, which is a 44-minute video class that I teach on and get you everything you need to get started in voiceover, from everything from how to record, how to edit, sources of finding auditions, all the equipment, software, everything's all included in the video uh, that I can email you. You just send me a, a direct message, a cash app payment, all the cash app information's on my uh, on the services as well. And I'll get that video out to you. And then I, I have other services like for voiceover. takes you to the second level. I'll do one-on-one Zoom with you. And then I'll also help you cre- create your voiceover reel. And then I do voiceover reel editing. I can add music and all that to it. And then I also have access to a whole list of top 100 voiceover agents in the world. So I can get you information on how to get that. But when you get to that point. Different uh, levels. Huh? I said there are different levels. Yeah, there's four different levels I'll take you through, but it depends on where you're at and how your experience and what experience you gain and how you stay with it. 
you really voiceover is tough. It's very competitive, but it's highly, I mean, I'm going to say monetary. It's, has a lot of potential to make a lot of money. If you have the right voice, you do the right, you do the right work, uh, mm-hmm. you can get there. Um, but again, uh, but I want to share something with you before I get into all my contacts right. that I am also in talks with, uh, two for two major series coming up, um, major streaming services that I'm waiting in talks and meetings. Um, having. so I just want to share that with you. Hulu. Up, uh, next year. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? I said Netflix. Hulu. Uh, <laughs> I was coughing. I was coughing when I was talking. I was yeah. just coughing. I didn't say anything. I was just coughing. Bless you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Netflix potential series I'm, I'm, I'm in talks with. Uh, let people know that. But um, Corona's fucking that, everything yeah. up. Huh? I said, Corona's fucking everything up, man. I, I feel like, you know, it, it killed our tour for last year. I feel like you mm-hmm. had a couple things. You you might have been gone, so I think it might have saved us with you. Because you guys might not have been hearing from Garrett Forge tonight if he was doing some of the shit that I knew he was already supposed to be working on. We would not be able to get him on international lines. We don't have that kind of credit here at the studio to taking, taking overseas phone calls. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I think that shit has something to do with long distance. I don't know about yeah. I don't know how that works, but we ain't doing that. <laughs> okay. So shout out to everybody who's who's gets to hear Garrett. Um, thank you for coming on. We got another. Well, we're about to get off. We got oh, it's eight twenty eight. So we got two minutes left in our fun conversation. So is there anything that you'd like to promote specifically? Um, obviously we said country song. I mean, uh, Christmas song should be yep. on the way. You guys looking yep. out for some new voiceovers? Is there anything else that you'd like to tell the people about? Uh, just what you what you got going on, or you got anything fun or fun fact for the um, last minute? Well, in addition, like you mentioned, voiceover, I'm in uh, waiting to hear from potential cast in a, an animated series mm-hmm. potentially coming up. So I'm waiting to hear about. But no, uh, just like the music coming out, check out my songs on YouTube. I thought we were going to play them tonight, but I guess we can get around to it. Um, Anyway, we play those show. songs. Nope. Starting tonight, fxbgpublicradio.com. It's December 1st. We're playing 24 hours worth of music. So you can check out songs in the whatever music mix you have is going to be available coming up. So you guys can check out fxbgpublicradio.com during the day to have 24 hour music mixes. And you shall hear some of your local favorite acts, as such as Garrett Forge on there. All right. So, yeah, no problem where, with that. Yeah. Where they can contact me at is uh, definitely Garrett, Garrett Forge on Facebook. On Instagram, go to Actor Garrett Forge and follow me. I'll probably follow you back. And also YouTube. Go to my YouTube channel, Garrett Forge. You'll see I'm find my music. There's also some acting things from past on there. Um, and then I have an IMDb page. It's got my 21st film credit added uh, for that. Um, so check that out. If you know how to do IMDb, that's an actor page or your film industry page. Um, it has all the different films I'm in, the cast of the films and all that. So, um, and then Twitter is at Garrett Forge. And, and if you want to go to GarrettForge.com, that's my website. So a lot of different places to reach me. There it is, man. Thank you so much, man. And that is perfect timing because we just hit our hour. So thank you so much for being on the show, Garrett. Obviously I shall holler at you in the real world here in a little bit. Um, But, man, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, actor, songwriter, singer, producer, What I don't know what title to put on him at this point. All you got to say is, 
Garrett Forge, AV Studios is coming. Oh. Garrett Forge Enterprise. Make sure you guys check all that out and check out the man known as Garrett Forge and his movies and the new music that's coming. It's going to be, you know, I have a little bit more insight and maybe I'm biased, but it's going to be, as I'm excited, as all I'll say. I'm excited about what you're going to see, so... Um, thank you for coming on, Garrett. Uh, we appreciate you having you, man. This is going to be a fun transition too, so people can see, you know, the difference between you know actor and musician. It's that's a lot of cards to play. I feel like you're holding, you know, you're playing them very well right now. So, thank you. Yeah, you, look sir. for gig, possible tour, merchandise. Ah, uh, yeah. As soon as Corona is done, ah, uh, yeah, we're yes, I would love to start tours again, and I'm not going to get into that because we're at the end of our hour. But yep. yes, okay. Fuck you, you, Corona. Thank you, Garrett Forge. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, dude, I'll talk to you later on. Thanks for being on the show, man. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Garrett Forge. Um, I'm Nick, as always, man. It's Below the Deck. This will be December 1st episode. I shall highlight you guys next week, Tuesday, 730, as always.